listening to The Wheel Nerds. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 93. I'm Todd. I'm Chuck. Why are you trying to tickle me? Keep going. We're talking about motorcycles. <laughs> Giggle! Giggle! <laughs> That's for all the fans of the giggling. Oh. We have so many. Hi, Giggle fans. Don't worry. We'll make you feel better later tonight. It'll be great. That's what she said. Whoa! Sing! Oh, double entendre! Hey... What's it like? <laughs> okay, what's going on? Oh, you know, you? I'm doing good. My hands are I, stinky. Uh, I failed to place in the uh, the Ural Rally, which isn't terribly surprising. Uh, I failed to show up for the Ural Rally. That's true, too. Yeah. Sophie vetoed it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I went out and I rode around. I got some pictures. I really, really wanted the dog to poop on the lawn of the Capitol. I thought that would have been a great picture. I could have sold copies of that. And that you had two Yamals show up. And two Yamals showed up, which made... It's like... I. That shouldn't be possible. <laughs> one of the guys, cool. you know, that that's like one fifteenth of the Yamals in existence. Are they both uh, Utah guys? Utah? Yeah, they're both Utah guys. One of them had to order it from Ural of New England, and his is like gigged out. His is probably about as accessorized as yours is. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's got absolutely everything. So, and then Christian's just got pretty much a bog standard Yamal. Did he get it from? Um the dealer in town? No, I think he got it from uh, the folks in Washington. Oh, okay. Because okay. he got it before there was the dealer in town. Okay. Yeah. but uh, And, you know, he and I, of course, made sure to color coordinate our dogs to our sidecar, because that's how we roll here in Utah. <laughs> that, that's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. You don't ride around in a black sidecar with a freaking orange dog. Absolutely. Or vice versa. I wanted an orange dog. Remember Clifford? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a big red dog. Yeah. That was kind of orange. Mm-hmm. It's just if the book sat out for a while and he was kind of sun-faded. Yeah. Oh, speaking of monkeys in the sidecar. Yeah. So I did put I did put the four-point harness in. Okay. Um, and I found a way to anchor the shoulder harness, which was a little better than just sheet metal. Uh-huh. It's anchored to the rear rack. Oh, interesting. Okay, yep. So it's, uh, it's a little bit more than just the sheet metal. Mm-hmm. The, the side, the lap belt part is just the sheet metal. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it's, I've got those, I put in two eye bolts mm-hmm. into the, uh, where the rear rack holes are. Yep. And they just clip to that. And, uh, oh god, I gave Sophie a ride to kindergarten on that thing. You, she is now the coolest kid in school? No, none of the kids saw her come. The mom saw her come. Oh. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> oh my. I was just like, oh. Look, she's got armor jacket and helmet and boots and this four point harness and uh, the, the looks. I, well, obviously, you're a terrible father. I am a horrible father. Yep. Yep. Sophie loves it. I bet she does. <laughs> I, 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 I saw you with her riding in that thing. I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait. Every time I give her the option of what she wants to, to pick vehicle-wise, she mm-hmm. picks the Ural. Nice. <laughs> and yet she didn't want to do the uh, the actual trip out. Of- she, she didn't want to wake up in the morning. Huh. She is not an early wiser if she can avoid it. Mm, apple doesn't fall too far, huh? Mm, yeah, I don't know what you're trying to say. Mm. Hey, speaking of beds, mm-hmm. let's talk about our first bed. Oh, yes. We got we got the... Well, I, 
We got so this thing. You've probably seen these things where it's the, uh, you know, like the Land Rover or whatever, and With it's the got tent? the tent that folds out on the top. The you know, safari so, look. Yeah, the safari thing. So you can avoid the lions and the tigers and the bears. Hardcore adventure. Yes. Very hardcore adventure. Now, don't you feel bad sometimes, Chuck, that you can't do this on your motorcycle? Um, you mean sleep in a tent? No. I can sleep in, sleep in a tent. On top of your motorcycle. I'm sorry, what? Well, now you can with the Mobed. Available online at mobed.eu. This is a thing. This is a thing. It's mounted on the top of your BMW R1200GS. Of course. Because, you know, that makes sense. (laughs) Of course. My favorite part about this is if you look at this, and it's, you know, the whole shooting match is about as wide as the BMW's handlebars. And about twice as tall as the BMW. Yeah. Now, I'm sure it's great as long as it's not windy. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you're basically sitting, like, it's not even on the seat of the Beamer. It is, like, a good foot above the seat uh-huh. of the bike. Um, <clears throat> it looks- let's let's take a look at their, their FAQ and see if they can help us understand what their product is better. Okay. What is Mobed? Mobed is a motor bed on a motorcycle with a tent. Bad idea. With the Mobed, you can sleep on your bike. Until you fall over. Can the motorcycle fall over with the Mobed on top? Duh. If you sneeze. No. <laughs> if you roll over too far, it looks like you just... <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's a bed on a motorcycle. Shortly, it will be a bed next to a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> they note that motorcycles can easily fall over for obvious reasons, i.e. Sleeping on top in a tent? Yeah. <laughs> However, they stand relatively <laughs> safe on a suitable surface on the center stand. Outside the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. The moped may be used when the bike stands on a firm surface on the center stand and additionally fixed with straps. What? Do you have to tie down your bike? I think they're telling you to guy out your bike. I wouldn't feel safe otherwise. Uh, No, no, I'd be <laughs> terrified. I, you know what, what? Oh, my God, I just realized something. Huh? What happens when you have to pee in the middle of the night? You just point it out the side? I guess that's the only real option. Or, well, if you're a girl, well, they girls can aim a little, right? I, I don't know. Here's here's the thing I'm thinking. Female listeners, let us know. What happens if you have a moped? <laughs> it sounds ridiculous just saying the word. If you have a moped <laughs> and, you know, say you have a few beers and you go to sleep and you wake up in the middle of night and you really have to pee and you forget you're in a moped. Well, you're going to get a, a pretty good reminder. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, man, I got a piece of... Imagine if we had been on the mobeds when we were camping out at Fish Lake and the elk came through. <laughs> we would have been on our side in the moped. <laughs> One elk would have, like, sneezed on us. Like, oh, I, I would have felt... I was about to say I would have felt marginally safer, except I just realized that this puts you pretty much exactly on eye level for an elk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unzip. Zzz. And, you know, you pee right in its face. Yep. That's not going to make Take that, happy. elk. <laughs> Take that, duh, elk. Uh, what are the advantages of a bed and tent on a motorcycle? <laughs> uh, car rooftop temps offer the advantages to have a full bed on the road. And especially at highway rest stops. Okay, cars, good. Yep, yeah, that's good for cars. What about motorcycles? The mobed allows this for motorcyclists. I'm not buying it. I don't see it. <laughs> in parking lots or service areas where normal camping is prohibited or not possible or highly inadvisable because you'll get raped and eaten. <laughs> you you still can't stay overnight on a moped if it's not allowed. Not on it. You can stay next to 
Just because you're floating six feet off the ground doesn't mean that Wait, you I, circumvent the law. These lies aren't sufficiently deep, Chuck. <laughs> we can do better. Uh, this also works in rough terrain. <laughs> as long as you have a solid surface. Solid flat bottom. surface. <laughs> like rocks. Mm-hmm. Animals and insects do not affect the night. What? Animals and insects do not affect the night due to the increased position on the bike. What? Last not least, using the moped, the motorcycle itself is protected and cannot be stolen unnoticed. Hey, that's true. <laughs> that that's that's very that true. That is one hundred percent accurate. Okay, I gotta I gotta ask this. How do you have sex in this thing? <laughs> very very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to? Do you think you have to adjust the uh, the bike suspension? Mm. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I can just see that. <laughs> squeaky squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey, that kind of killed the mood, didn't it? My spleen. This uh, this really seems like a terrible idea. This is a horrible idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's. There's comments. Well, we can leave a comment. Kip das nick um sleep a night in. Can you sleep at it at night? No, no. People <laughs> people bump into it. You'll fall over. You know this. Teenagers will bypass cows to oh, take yeah. this thing over. I, 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 quite honestly, I, I'm I'm 34 years old and I'd be kind of tempted. Oh, I would totally tip this thing over. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Thankfully, the bump bed is currently not available. Oh. <laughs> if you're interested, please contact their site for spam opportunities. Currently fits the R1200 GS Adventure. How? It's not available. In the R1200 GS with the original Adventure Pinier Rack. So it's it's very limited in scope. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank, thank God. I mean, clearly they're just thinking only BMW riders have would be dumb enough to buy this. I was going to say have enough money to burn like this, but yeah, yeah, dumb. Dumb. <laughs> dumb springs to mind. <laughs> dumb is really the word that jumps into my head when I see this. Yeah, I wonder if that and oh god thud. You think this is Mr. Adventure approved? <sighs> I don't know. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Well, it keeps him away from very short lions. You know, he wouldn't even sleep in it. He'd just throw it up there and then, you know, go to his hotel. Adventure hotel. <laughs> All right, I can't look at this anymore. It's making me vaguely, like, seasick and unstable feeling just hey, looking at it. I've got some stuff for you. Okay, uh, some stuff. Listeners have sent in uh, some Kickstarters for you. I don't really do Kickstarters. You will now. Okay. This is the Moto Brain. The Moto Brain, high tech automotive power distribution unit. You need one. And okay. the cool thing about this? Yeah. You can program it with your smartphone via Bluetooth. Ooh. That's cool. That's control what? the entire system from your Bluetooth for a quick telephone or tablet. What can I use this for? You can use it to control auxiliary electronic devices, blah blah blah, boring, boring shit. Um parrot, blah 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 blah. Features eight fifteen amp circuits. 100 amp maximum source current. Can I control the... Oh, God, it's got breakers in it. Eight circuit breakers. God, this sounds awesome. And I can program it with my smartphone. Mm -hmm. You can, like, make one circuit be Mm -hmm. on all the time or on with the engine or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something. And and I can do all this from my smartphone. It'll give you your device temperature, your your total current, your voltage. And I I got all right in my smartphone because I got to be perfectly honest with you, Chuck. You don't have a smartphone. No, I do. I just, you know, when I think I'm going to set up the electronic system on my bike, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, where's my damn phone? Bluetooth. Bluetooth is the way of the future, Chuck. I've actually decided I, I bought a Bluetooth toaster that I can control from my phone. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and a Bluetooth refrigerator. Well, I pretty cool. I I I've got a Wi-Fi um, deadbolt lock. That's cool. It's not Bluetooth. No, it's shit then, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. <sighs> but look at the cool logo, Motobrain. Yeah, Motobrain. You could get a Bluetooth table saw. That would be cool, right? Uh, yeah. Cause Cut the board. Probably <laughs> safe. Yeah, much, you know, much safer. If your if your hand is getting sucked in a table saw, all you do is pop out your smartphone, which you always have with you, and turn it off. Yeah, yeah. So you know? okay, here we go. You can. So the controls on it, I will say, are really, really good. Um, it's got all kinds of good stuff. It's like, pretty nerdy. Yeah, it's very nerdy. It's right there for all the nerds. I I guess the thing to me about the Bluetooth thing is this: How often are you going to change it? Yeah, once you have it set up, you're not really monkeying around with your PD. Exactly, and that's kind of where I'm at. Once it's set. I'm not going to change it. Hence, the Bluetooth is dumb. But you know what? I'm a geek. I want Bluetooth anyway. That's what this is aimed at, clearly. Yeah. Let's see. You've got to pay two... Okay, no. 235 or more. No, no, no sorry, that's no. gone. 250 or more. 260. To get, 260 or more to get a power distribution unit. Yeah. Well, um, you can... It's got Bluetooth. Check. 260. <laughs> Is he going to make his target? He's got 21 days. Yeah, he's yeah, at 16 grand. Yeah, I don't think he's going to make it. Not enough people on Bluetooth on their bikes. No, they suck, don't they? Ooh, you know what would be great? Bluetooth turn signals. But? I can control them from my phone. I'll just be riding along and I'm coming up and it's super convenient. I can just be like, left turn and open app and, and left and play. And the turn signal would go boop, boop, boop. My problem with that is I would have to pause the porn on my smartphone to, to do that. Ooh, yeah. Maybe if it had, like, voice recognition Bluetooth for mid-porn, you know? Then, okay, I would be in if if I could, like, talk to it, and it was talking back to me in a porny voice. I wonder if it could control Bluetooth luggage. Is there... No. Pull out your phone, you're like, open, and the luggage opens up. Oh, God. This would be great. Yeah. Ooh, Bluetooth brakes. The way of the future. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop, go, cannot connect, pairing, stop, 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 stop. Yeah, I I love the basic idea of the control units uh, that you can program, but Bluetooth is a stupid way to do it. You know what? It's total, it's total adding unnecessary crap. You know where I would like the Bluetooth? Where's that? Um, to plug into the ECU. That would be nice. Instead of having to cart your laptop over there and sure, sure. monkey cables. But but realistically, again, you just don't change it much. Unless you've got Ulysses. You're, <laughs> you're plugging in all the time to do a reset. Well, okay, that's fine. But <laughs> I spent but, a lot of time with the laptop plugged into the Ulysses. But my point is this is a set and forget kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And there's better stuff out there, I'm sure. I mean, I built something smarter than this into the Strom. Did it have Bluetooth? No. Garbage. Ah, you're right. It completely sucked. Oh. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Let's look at another Kickstarter for you. Okay, all right. I think we. I, I'm not. I'm not starting this one. Cotterpin Adventure Gear. Adventure Gear. Ooh, he's on an old BMW, wearing an old school helmet with luggage and a T-shirt, and a trucker cap. You could get the ooh a, a adventure roll. It's brown. literally. It's called a. a it's a wax canvas and wool. Uh huh. Adventure cool. roll. Looks. Ooh, look. And there it is with a horseshoe and a bone to show how uh, rustic it is. Uh huh. You can use. You can sleep on it. You can use uh-huh. it as. Knee pads for when you come across those hobos at the rest stops, and they give you fifty bucks. Right, yeah, you're a little uh-huh. low on money because sure. you're hungry. Yeah, and yeah, you know they got that sore around their mouth, but you know that probably won't. No, be all right. no, you, you know, yeah. you need gas. 
Uh, you can also get, uh, let's see what else. The, the, uh, here's the, them stitching it. They have a tool roll, which yeah, is cool tool. looking. Yeah. It's, uh, it's wax cotton again, which uh-huh, is neat uh-huh. looking and everything. And a map wallet. Which is exactly what it sounds like. It's, 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 it's a, uh, it's a piece of plastic with some stuff. But look at the bike it's on. Obviously this is, these are my people. These are your, look at those tattoos look on this. Look at the ink on this guy. And he's got thumb rings. Uh-huh. And yeah. Ink. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. This is your wax cotton everything, dude. Yeah. Clearly not hipsters at all. No, not a no, bit of it. No, 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 no. I like the tool roll. It looks cool. Uh, you know, in all fairness, all three of this stuff looks cool. Yeah, I, I question whether the blanket would end up being nice. It's also very small. Yeah. Uh, but obviously I'm supposed to go, well, what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to ride out on my vintage bike and I'm supposed to stop next to a pond and think deep thoughts about poetry and stuff. While you're wearing your trucker cap. While wearing my trucker cap. Uh, and, uh, let's see. 110 bucks for the pin tool, toll book. Tool book. The tool book. The tool roll. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 185 bucks for the adventure roll. Mm. (laughs) Oh, look. Oh, framed, uh, print. Original photographic print by Sean Gilligan in collaboration with Cotterpin. Custom limited edition t-shirt designed by artist Bella Sporer for Cotterpin. Cotterpin original logo t-shirt. One adventure roll. Uh, you know, where I see this being used the most. Where's that? Um, bike shows. Yeah. Or, you know, bike contests. Uh huh. To look, look the part. To have the look. Yeah, to have yeah. the look. I, just... I will say that the tool roll looks nice, but mostly what it makes me want to do is run out and just build my own equivalent thing. You know, they got lots of pockets and various sizes to keep your shit organized. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rolls right up, which is nice. And it's the kind of thing you can make yourself and customize to your own shit. So, you know, pretty much. But I won't be near as hip. I mean, these guys have these guys have tattoos you can't cover up with with sleeves. And the stuff does look well made, at yep. least from the pictures. That's that's my sense. It yeah. doesn't. Um, I'm not rushing out to buy it. Nope. No. But look at the chicken wire on the headlight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go put chicken wire on the Ural's headlight. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I I don't know. All right, I got one last thing to okay. you. All right. All right. It's a, uh, a piece of hose. Yep, it's a piece of hose, which uh, you can use to make sort of a makeshift uh, gas gauge for any motorcycle gas tank. Oh, so all I have to do is drill two holes in my gas tank and run the hose between them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, with the two L, little L little brackets. Little L brackets little that L never fittings. leak. Uh-huh. This sounds like the shittiest idea ever. <laughs> if I if I may be so bold, how about this? I think I think you would ultimately be better off doing something like oh I don't know, hitting the tank with your hand and seeing what it sounds like. Possibly opening it up and looking inside. You know, in fact, compared to this, I think opening it up and looking inside with your lighter is probably a better option. <laughs> Light a match to see inside better. If only you had thought of doing that before you ran out of gas on the freeway. Yeah. Yeah, half a mile from a store. On the bright side, I had a gas can with mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that a couple days ago mm-hmm. on the Ural. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you got a gas can with you. I did have a gas can with me. Mm-hmm. Was there any gas in yours? No. <laughs> I think... Um... <laughs> I think, Chuck, at this point, you're not allowed to make fun of me. <laughs> because I had gas with me, knowing yeah. my Euro wouldn't get very far. <laughs> so you I'm, I'm still new to the whole Euro adventure thing. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. still new. I, I, you said something there, but all I heard was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can do motors, triangles. Nobody likes you. I can, how I can sidecar. <laughs> Let's move to classifieds. <laughs> Our first one, are you single? Are you looking for love? Yeah, not really. Are you looking for a way to spice up your life? Then come meet Katie M. She's a 2006 KTM. I see what they did there. Uh, That's clever. uh, 950SM. Why go to the trouble to break in a brand new girl when you can't get one at a great price that already has, when you can't, what? When you can't get one at a great price that already has a little experience under her drivetrain. And by experience, they mean gas, which is coming out of the tank. Yeah. And I did say the word can't. Okay. You don't have to wine and dine this girl to have a good time. Just top her off with a little premium and you can ride her all you want. Until all the premium leaks out of the bottom of the gas tank. Don't worry. KDM isn't going to call you all the time or wonder where you've been. Because she'll be right there on the side of the road with you. She doesn't want to talk about feelings or nag at you when you first walk into the garage. If you can get her back there. Just change her oil every so often you'll get along just fine. More than every so. In fact, you want to make sure she isn't leaking that too. And the best part is KDM won't complain if you let your friends take her around the block too. Because she'll get pushed back by them. She's also completely comfortable with two writers, if you're into that kind of thing. No comment. This ad is posted with the attempt to sell an actual motorcycle and not attempt to meet dudes. Thanks. <laughs> well then. $8,500 for a uh, 950 SM. You know, the 950 SM is a great time to ride, um, having experienced what Charlie went, or having I, knowledge I'm, of what Charlie went through. I'm not inclined to own one. Yeah, I'm, I'm sensing a, a theme from you about this bike. Well, basically, this bike gave him nothing but trouble from day mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. It's a hoot to ride. Uh, it really is. It's like it's like a lighter Strom with way better brakes and no extra junk. It definitely doesn't have any extra junk on. No. But so it's, it's got the junk in the trunk. No, there's no trunk either. What it does, what I bet it, it can twerk all day long. No. What it does do is leak gasoline and uh, possibly from, oil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, they they made a gas tank that was uh, corroded by gas, <laughs> which is good planning. I think we can all agree. Yay, Austrians! Okay, our next bike. It's the cycle of death. <laughs> Ow! Uh-huh. Why? Uh, in. Uh, Palisade. It's a sculpture of uh, sculpture by world-renowned artist. Who? One of a kind. Cycle of death. <laughs> Must see to believe. Three thousand dollars or best offer. I got three bucks. It's a kind of tacky uh, uh, sculpture of a a, a skeleton? skeleton skeleton waving a sword on a bike. Well, Halloween is coming. Yeah, that's uh, a skeleton in a cowboy hat. World renowned, re- world renowned, renowned artist. artist. Yeah, he's not renowned. No, this is uh, that's really ugly. I'm glad it's right in front of that trash can. Yeah, yeah, you know it's a short trip. <laughs> <laughs> note, note by the way, the Mustang ragtop in the background because yeah. nothing says class like mismatched wood siding and a Mustang rag. Wow, it's quite the thing. Next, we've got a stolen frame for fifty bucks. Oh, I bet it's n- not. I. Got a stolen frame, 50 firm, can't throw in so parts, it's rawed out, no color. Number, 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 uh, Albuquerque police may want this number. (laughs) (laughs) Take note. Um, Got a stolen frame. Maybe the Albuquerque police just don't care. Uh, you know, it could be. He's only selling it for 50 bucks. They've given up. A stolen frame to what? (laughs) Maybe it's a picture frame. (laughs) Wait. 
Well, it is posted under bicycles. Yeah. So this is got a stolen frame. <laughs> How do you? I. You, you know what's going to happen to this thing next week? It's going to get stolen. Nope. Cycle of death. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what, what we got next? Next, we got the Harley Electric Glide Standard 26-inch Wee Street Glide. What? Harley Electric Glide Standard 26-inch Wee Street Glide. Are you feeling okay? It's no. It's what it says right there. Yeah. See, 26-inch oh, yeah. Wee Street Glide. Twenty-three and a half grand. Yeah. It's a 2011 Harley-Davidson Electric Guides Standard. Okay. They didn't say we there. Stretched bags. What? Stretched and molded side covers in dash DVD. (laughs) (laughs) SE-255 cams, PC-5, custom taillights and blinkers, air ride, much more. Well over 13,000 in just parts, no labor. Bike has just over 23,000 miles and rise as I still ride it. No Joe rides, no low ball. This is a steal at this price. Have Have most receipts, (laughs) except for the one for the buy. Only selling for down payment on some land. Not stolen. Must go. Uh, I don't think anyone would steal this thing. Holy, look at the... Wow, the tail end is uh, stretched out such that it uh, rides mere inch and a half above the ground. Are those brake lights middle fingers? They appear to be middle finger brake lights, yes. Yes. That's classy. Yeah, that's awesome. That's class right there. Um, That screams class. Is that... And it's got an in-dash DVD. Yeah, which, okay. You know, you can uh, watch your porn on big screen, presumably. Okay, suddenly I'm more interested in this book. <laughs> uh, th- there is one downside to it, is you can't turn. <laughs> <laughs> or you can only turn very wide turns. This is a... It's, it's really an ill-advised buy. I can't imagine why anyone would sell such a thing, apart from the fact that... Why? Yeah, my question is this. How did he get 23,000 miles on this thing? Uh, he must have done that before Before he did all this work. Because, no way. <laughs> this is a, well, you know, you ride it in a straight line. Where is he from? California. No, uh, Minneapolis. Green. Oh, there you go, Green Bay. So, okay. Yeah, he rode it in a straight line, and then he... he, he had goes, his friends help them. He does like around. a 72-point turn <laughs> in a parking lot, and then he goes back the other way. Okay. That makes perfect sense. Yes. Now, really, let's be honest. What's the thing about this bike that is really impressive? It's this. Where do you get middle finger taillights? Sign me up. I I bet he just punched those out himself. Yeah, I think they're probably punched out with a light behind it. But now <laughs> now I'm like middle finger taillights for all my bikes. Oh, my God. I'm stopping. Fuck you. I'm stopping. You think that's legal why he did the license plate? I uh, have my doubts. He's got it recessed into one of the side bags with like a plastic window over it. Uh huh. So it doesn't make the bike look ugly. <laughs> no, the bike does that by itself. Yeah, like... <laughs> For that, we use we use the ass end of the bike and the front end of the bike and the side of the bike. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that is a uh, fairly sizable TV. Yeah. Well, you know, you if you can't turn, you might as well watch porn. I find that advice applies to a lot of things in life. Mm. Mm. If you can't get a job, you might as well watch porn. If, if you're you listening to the Wheel Nerds, you might, might as, as well, well watch, watch porn. porn. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Next. <laughs> 1100cc Honda Replica. They runs great for both. New Jersey. They star, need some works, make me author for both. Oh, no, it's 110cc Honda oh, Replica. They run great for both 400. 110cc. 
They star, need some works, make me offers for both. Oh, there, okay, there's both of them. Uh huh. Uh-huh. One, one has Honda replicas. a body, and one, one has a dinged up and scratched and bent funny body. What the hell are the these? The front things? end looks weird. They look like pocket bike kind of things, uh, with like Honda's. They're, they're bigger than pocket bikes. Could be, could be they're like the, uh, scooters. I don't know, man. They're, they're, wow, that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty awful. Honda should sue this guy just Honda for saying replica. replica. Yeah, yeah. They star! Need some works! <laughs> okay, uh, our last ad. Uh-huh. Um, it's a 2002 Harley-Davidson V-Rod. Nice. 12,500 miles. Uh, okay. Nice. nice bike, fast, pretty, great ride. Girlfriend, pregnant, wife knows, must sell. Lawyer wants money. Well, at least he's honest. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a, an example of a good ad. It's Weirdly, short. Yes. It's concise. It's got all the pertinent info. Talks about what the bike is, what's good about it, why you want it. Has a normal picture. Mm-hmm. I would rather have this than the the skull butt. Well, there's the skull butt. Although, quite honestly, let's let's be honest here. I, I'm really looking for those Honda replicas. <laughs> they star. <laughs> they do star. Mm-hmm. Need some works. Well, I have plenty of works. I'll just attach a few parts of it. It blew. Mm, good point. And that, that second one, clearly not stolen. No, no. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. It's a bad day for classifieds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so talk of the uh, the power distribution module got me thinking about my weekend out in Fort Bridger. I was out there for the uh, Mountain Man Rendezvous, you know, throwing tomahawks and knives around and things. Thanks yeah. for inviting me to that. I did invite you to that. Did you? Yeah. Oh. So uh, our buddy Matt came out there. Thanks for not reminding me about that. I'm older than you. Uh-huh. I have issues. And you're stupid. No. But anyway, Matt, Matt just, came out on his... You're still uh, just mad because I got this card from a girl. A little bit. Flowery. Mm-hmm. Is that flower or anthrax smell? Just, either way, it's more than what you got. Burn! Oh! So Matt Matt got there and he uh, he goes to start his radian, uh-huh. and uh, there's nothing, completely dead battery. Why? Turns out he left the key on. Whoops. Well, so we we uh, we go start trying to push start the thing around. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't work. The battery's completely dead, and we pull it out and we take a look, and the battery is boiled off to the point that there's like a half an inch of water in each cell. <laughs> so more likely than not, if I was to guess. Even if he hadn't left the bike on, that wouldn't have started. Yeah. 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 So there we were in Fort Bridger, Wyoming. You know what's near Fort Bridger, Wyoming? Ass all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Actually, it turns out. That's why the mountain men like it. Yeah. 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 That and it was a handy place to stop and get some booze from Jim Bridger. Woot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a... There's a small town nearby, though, that has one of those, like, everything marks, you know, that they have in small towns. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, hardware slash grocery slash post office slash... The general store. Yeah, more or less. Mm-hmm. The tra- um, the old trading post. Something like that. Was there that. a shopkeeper wearing, like, a white apron and a little pencil mustache? No. And a slicked hair? No, they mostly had teenagers working there. Damn it. But, uh, yeah, we were able to get a battery there, fortunately, because apparently when bikes die out near Fort Bridger in Wyoming... Having a few bike batteries around is a good investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's, you know. But yeah, as I go in there, I walk into this everything mark, and I'm like, wow, okay, this is, this is shockingly good, actually. Like, it's a pretty good grocery store and a pretty good hardware store. 
all in one. How big was it? Mm, I would say about the size of a normal city grocery store. Okay. So, you know, big-ish, but not enormous. So it was like a gas station convenience store supersized? Uh, no, no, it was more like a supermarket and it, it was like if a supermarket and, and a hardware store like crashed into each other and oh, got okay. stuck. Cool. Yeah. It was actually really cool. I wonder why you don't see that more in the cities. It's probably because they, you make more money specializing. I don't know. Well, you know, tends to chain, you know, the chains tend to specialize. Yeah. It's really more sense. expensive. Mm. Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming. Were there stickers everywhere? There were not. There were not. Uh, there were quite a few. Uh, there were more than one uh, four-wheeler pulled into the parking lot and then left with groceries on the back. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty far out Okay, there. wait. Important question. Mm-hmm. Did you go into the Everything Mart in period costume? Matt didn't. And you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is when you go into the Everything Mart in period costume... About one-fifth of the people there are also in period costume. There was one pair of people who are just in total, like, Indian outfits. Awesome. Like, buying groceries, buying, like, beer and ice did at they, the counter. Did they try to pay with wampum or glass beads? I'm pretty sure they used uh, good old money. Damn it. <laughs> they were actually just fat white people who were going to go back to their trailer and watch satellite TV <laughs> wearing loincloths. <laughs> I, really, I thought people, everyone camped and stuff. I thought they took it. Pretty seriously out there. <laughs> Some people take it pretty seriously. A lot of people show up with their giant ass camper with their satellite dish. Oh, and they just come out in costume. Yeah, that sucks. Much. Well, we were in a. I mean, you know, we had our modern tent next to our modern car, and well, we just popped out in costume. At least it's a tent. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. How's the the whole rendezvous? It was good. Yeah. It was good. I failed to distinguish myself in the sharp objects throwing contest. Oh, but it was a good time this year. And uh, the munchkin likes sleeping in a tent, so that's I'm starting good. her off right. That's good. Yeah. I'm Sophie very likes that, too. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's Her and her mom are going camping up or down to Moab this weekend. Oh, fun. You know who else is in uh, that area Who's right that? now? Ara. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's already back with Spirit. Oh, on, cool. On the BMW rig. Cruising around. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm all like, oh, maybe I can find him. I've already taken the stickers off of that thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of bittersweet. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. It's got some history with those stickers. I left Spirit sticker on there because mm-hmm. Sophie really liked it. Now we just need a giant wheel nerd sticker to put on the nose. I was thinking stenciling it. Ooh, that's a good idea. We also need wheel nerd's patches. I really want a wheel nerd's patch for the shoulder of my jacket. Patches would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm kind of debating. So I took off the um, um, Oasis of My Soul stickers. Yeah. I'm thinking of taking off the ADV Lost, all those other stickers. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning toward pushing it back toward looking more like military-ish. Basic, clean, yeah. here to and do then, a job. Then, yeah. then, then doing the, the painting, the stencils on it and stuff, <laughs> military style. I like it. Yeah, I thought it would be kind of fun. The gas can I bought for it was a surplus. Mm-hmm. So Next time, you know what you should do is uh, take a gas can. And go to I'm going to punch you in the put face. Put some gas in it. <laughs> it's got gas now. <clears throat> and it... Now in this late hour. It was great for taking gas back. <laughs> Shut up. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, it's good. It feels really good. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> we've, we've got a present. No, we do have a present. Where'd it go? 
So speaking of fancy power distribution modules... Where'd it go? Where's I don't know. I haven't seen it. The kind folks at Altrider sent us uh, a toy. PDM-60. Well, let's see. It's got fully sealed and waterproof, no fuses or relays needed, CAN bus compatible, programmable, SIP scan capacity, six circuits. Uh, Chuck. Yeah. Something's missing. Uh, what? It uh, doesn't have Bluetooth. Get out of here. This thing is shit. Get rid of it. Oh. No, but seriously, the folks at Altrider sent us this from Row Electronics, the PDM-60. Um, they tell us they're the exclusive... Uh, Distributor. Distributor, which is weird because I totally saw this in the Aristich catalog. Well, other people make stuff like this, I'm sure. No, no, it's, it's this one with Roll Electronics and, like, this picture and everything on it. Really? So it's entirely possible Aristich is buying it from them. Okay. Which would be kind of quietly hilarious. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so this is a, I guess it's intended to be a replacement for the fuse block uh, shenanigans. Yeah, the, that's what you got on the Strom. Yeah, I've got a yeah. fuse block and a relay and stuff on the Strom, and uh-huh. it's, you know, mine's made by a giant geek. Dibs. Dibs my ass. This will totally clean up space under my seat. Dibs. Screw you, Dibs. No. No, I'm taking these. What would you do with X? Ow! Why'd you... Why'd you... Ah, ah, stop it! Give up yet? No! I've got something here. What, what, what is that? It's spinach. Spinach? Yep. I. What the... How is he squeezing the can? I, you're, this isn't a cartoon, Chuck. Okay, you can have it. Give it to me. <sighs> oh, ow. I didn't know I could do that with my arm. I don't, how, how do you have tattoos appear like that? And why are there battleships on your chest now? I ate spinach. You can't You can't blow your own boat. Eat. And this, this hole in the wall is shaped like me. That doesn't make any sense. Eat, eat your spinach, kids. Yes. So, okay, well, I'm going to put this... Uh, I wonder if I should put this in the Versus or in the Ural. Well, what the hell would you do with it in the Ural? Power the world. Well, sure, but the Ural already has a, a secondary... Uh, Ural has a primary, secondary, and tertiary electrical system. Yeah. i put it in the Versus. Yeah, okay. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, that works, because the Versus... I'm just wired up to the battery anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be fun, too, because we'll actually be able to compare it to my Strom setup. Because mm-hmm. my Strom setup is pretty hardcore. Cool, cool. So uh, maybe next week's show we'll uh, do a little workup. Oh, or boy. week after, I don't know. Yeah. Stick it in there. See what it does. Yeah, we'll Try to power some things with we'll it. We'll do a review on it. Set it on fire. Why are you looking at me like that? We're not setting my bike on fire. Oh, we're setting that on fire. Okay. I um, mean, it might be in your bike at the time, but this is no big deal, I'm sure. Um, you know, the alt rider guys might be hearing this. Yeah. They might want this back. Well, they might. They, they <laughs> after it's touched your bike? <laughs> okay, alt rider guys, I want you to know this. Chuck has touched it now. He's rubbing it on himself in inappropriate ways. Uh, when I think about you, I feel like I need to go home. Oh. What's that sticky stuff? <laughs> <laughs> That's electricity. It's the magic smoke. Electricity. Elec- oh my god. Look what I did to my finger. What'd you do to your finger? Slice it open? No. Ow. Yeah. I hurt my finger on your face. Well, I, I, I got this nose. My no. finger is swelling because of your face. Well, you deserve it. No, I don't. You deserve every horrible thing that happens to you. No, I don't. Including your bike catching on fire. Oh. And the Earl's exhaust going missing. What? Nothing. What? 
Nothing at all. How is your exhaust doing? My exhaust is actually doing really well. Is I have it- to say the, uh, the, the Sportster exhaust works great. It looks like it belongs. Uh-huh. It sounds a little louder to me riding on it because it's, I think, just a little further forward. Uh, people standing nearby said it doesn't sound any different from normal. Possibly a little deeper. Not particularly louder, but it's small, it's light, it fits. Cool. Nice. 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 So let's go to mail. Oh boy. Uh, our first one, it's actually a tweet. Ooh, somebody tweeted at us. Yep. Tweeted? Twit. Twittered? Twits. That's what they're called, Twit. right? Tweets? Yes. Tweets. I, Twerks. Someone twerked at us. Mm. We got adventure twerked. Mmm. <laughs> uh, Motowhead. Listening to your show, if the word adventure is overused, what should an adventure touring bike be called? You know, I've been giving this a lot of thought, actually. Really? Trying to come up with something that captures the essence of this bike. Ready? Uh, Brace yourself. Okay. I'm patenting this, so you owe me a dollar if you ever use it again. Instead of an adventure touring bike, we're going to call it a touring bike. Uh, hmm? A touring bike. Yes, a touring bike. See, it's a bike that you've used for touring with. Oh, cool, right? I, I mean, you I get, get it. I, I get the concept. It makes sense. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to explain it to people. Yeah. It's you know, yeah. it's not very pretentious. It's just like here's a bike, and I'm going to go touring on it. So I'm going to call it a touring bike. Maybe a bike tour. No, I like touring bike. Touring bike. Yeah. yeah. You know what would be better? What's that? A Bluetooth touring bike. Ooh, yeah. Well, you can, you can pull out your phone and you can be like, tour, yes, send. <laughs> and then the bike will be touring without you and you can save time that way. Hardcore. Definitely. Now, you, you, this touring thing, mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. think that's going to upset a few people? What? Uh, like the people who don't like their bike being pigeonholed is something they have to tour on? They'd rather have it just be like the Starbucks bike? Well, you know, the, the adventure, Mr. Adventure, he wants mm-hmm. something that's going to make his touring stand out. Ah, so he needs something to show that he is more hardcore than other people. Yes. Well, I think that's obvious, isn't it? What? Stick a tent on top of it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ah, lovely. Adventure. Adventure. Oh, funk. Wes <laughs> writes to us. Big fan of the show. I'm an SLC and was wondering if you had any interest in checking out my 2013 CB1100. I know you weren't too excited about it on paper, but I think a ride might change your minds. Wait. Hmm? This dude is offering us his bike <laughs> to ride. <laughs> <clears throat> how do you how do you feel, Wes, about the tread on your back tire? Scale of 1 to 10. We've got... He will let us ride his bike. (laughs) Boy, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Thomas writes, Barkbusters, I got them on my multi. They've saved me from buying new handguard and mirror when it got sleepy. Mm. Fortunately, while the Barkbusters do cost a decent bit of money, they are impossible to destroy. Ask the Chevy Silverado that pulled out in front of me. Bitch! Busted taillight, dented tailgate, and scratch barkbuster. Bitch! Not handguard, guard, guard, guards needed. Only handguard, guard, guards. Uh, hangard, guards. Hanger guards. Dough. <laughs> now, I've actually been thinking about uh, some barkbusters, um, or at least some handguards for my uh, Ural. More specifically, I've actually been thinking about one. And I want one for the right side. The? Yeah, the inboard side. Why? Well, here's the thing. Uh, Daisy, when she's riding in the sidecar, likes to stand up 
and she kind of sticks her head forward. Uh-huh. So when we come to a stop or I'm doing a turn and she wobbles around or something, sometimes her head hits the brake lever. <laughs> <laughs> this is about as exciting as it sounds like. Um, her head her head hits the brake lever? Yeah, the brake lever's hanging out there in that space between the sidecar yeah. and the bike. Yeah. And she leans over toward me or turns her head quickly to look toward me and hits the brake with her oh, head. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is a real problem. Uh, this, yeah. This can upset the bike's, uh, behavior a little bit. Yeah, yeah, prob- yeah. So I, I need a, I need a dog head guard for my right side. This is a marketing opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I think you, so. You've got something here. Yeah. This is, I can't be the only one who've had this happen. No, no. I mean, tons of people with large dogs are riding around the sidecar with them. I cannot be the only one whose dog has helpfully operated uh, his uh-huh. brake lever for him. Bark, bark guards. Hmm. I like it. Like it. We we could totally make money. Wheel nerd branded bark guards. Bark guards. Keep your dog from operating your motorcycle's controls. <laughs> your dog is not hardcore enough, even if they sleep in a tent on top of your motorcycle. Okay. Our next one's from Sean. Sean writes, so were you guys unaware that most of the torque wrenches that you buy have an optimal accuracy range? Well, I, I used to be unaware. <laughs> That's all right. Most people are, since most manufacturers don't tell you about some pretty important things. Most torque wrenches will be most accurate toward the middle of their rating table. Interestingly, that's true of ski bindings, too. For example, I have one torque wrench with an effective range that's claimed from 20 to 120 foot-pounds. It's most accurate in the 70 to 60 to 70 pound range. What they don't tell you is that even though there are increments on the sleeve for values below 20 foot-pounds, if this torque wrench is used for that, it'll be catastrophically inaccurate at those values. Catastrophically. That's what I hear. That's bad. If you have tried to torque down bolts to 11 foot-pounds, as is the case of much of the time with aluminum housings... Oh, man. (laughs) This is really sounding close to home. The wrench simply will never, ever click its indication of having hit that value. You'll continue to tighten right on past that and end up shearing threads in the housing. (laughs) One learns these things from experience. What's that like, Todd? Uh, you know that that moment when it starts to get easy again oh. is a real. There's a sinking feeling. Yeah. Tight, 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 tight. Lose. <laughs> oh, hurt me. And there's no backing up from that. Yeah. Multiple torque wrenches are needed in any toolbox. While my big twenty to one hundred and twenty is good for things like wheel nuts and bolts and steel casings, I do have a separate clicker wrench with inch pound increments that's accurate to below one foot pound. This is the type of wrench that should be used for things like oil drain bolts and alloy pans and camshaft retainers. The bar-type torque wrenches also give you a much better idea of whether or not you're about to overdo it. Sincerely, a guy that's responsible for an awful lot of helicoil repairs on motorcycles. (laughs) This is one of those things that nobody ever knows until it's too late. Far too late. You always hear about this after you've stripped a bolt. Yeah. Or I've heard this referred to as mil-spec tightness. (laughs) <laughs> military spec tightness is you tighten it until it strips and then back off half a turn good enough for government mm-hmm. work yep uh you know my dad was never a fan of torque wrenches really he was always the the hand tight finger tight and he was a military uh engineer yeah yeah go figure yeah worked in the engine room yeah, yeah. spec mm-hmm. <laughs> tighten it till it strips back it off quick <laughs> I've only got one, maybe two torque wrenches. I've got the big bastard, uh, not particularly high quality torque wrench. Yeah. Um, and then I've got the little fancy $200 Sears, uh, you know, the craftsman like mm-hmm. inch pound one. Do you use it much? Honestly, no. Like your dad, uh, once you develop a feel for like hand tight, wrist tight kind of thing, it's kind of a, eh. yeah, it ceases to matter. I mean, you, how tight does it need to be? Tight enough is not going to go anywhere. How tight's that? I, when it, Stops, and you can tell. Here, use my torque wrench on your bike. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. 
bike rides. Hey guys, tinkering with the bike, resealing the gas tank with the Caswell kit. Then is that my email being read? Gasp! I got giddy like a little girl when I heard it. <laughs> That doesn't sound authentic enough. Wait. (laughs) Much better. Uh, Let's see. Here's a video clip of my 98 Triumph T595 Daytona after I installed some Dime City Velocity Stacks. Velocity Stacks. And uh, this video honestly kind of scared me. It's like the Blair Witch on a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. All black and white scared me. But nice job. Uh, I hate the part where it's pointing at him and his nose is running and and he's crying and stuff. I am so sorry. Uh, For me, working on my bike is almost as much of a hobby as riding it. Well, he rides a Triumph. (laughs) It's definitely therapeutic. And living in Michigan, we have been graced with a project season in addition to a riding season. Uh, So have we. Well, no, that their their winter goes from roughly uh it starts somewhere in the vicinity of late July and uh yeah, it goes until uh mid June. That's not a season. <laughs> well, in Michigan it is. That's horrible. For uh let's see, if you're bored and like random pictures of bike parts with no obvious plot, I documented my winter project and continuing work on customfighters.com. Uh there's some true Idis bike builders on this site. Mine is Fiddly and cheap compared to most. And he's got a link. We'll throw that up. Before you rag on me about it looking like crap, being It looks like crap. (laughs) Yeah, it's all blacked out, douchebag. It's a work in progress that I half-assed so I wouldn't miss too much riding season. I approve. All two weeks of it? (laughs) (laughs) Both weeks were good this year. I do plan on getting real paint. Wait, wait, wait. You got to say it right. Winter is coming. It's almost late July, and the PS4 will occupy only so much time. I am a geek of many passions. Indeed. Oh, and hey, Chuck, while I fully intended to seem flippant about the divorce, that's just how I deal with awkward social issues. Divorces suck. I survived two of them growing up, and I'm I'm only marginally dysfunctional. Keep it up, guys. I really do look forward to the show. Oh. Because I have nothing else to amuse me when it's winter, which is almost all the time. Well, he did get giddy when we read his mail. Imagine what, you know, the second He was so excited he ran up to the second story so that he could open the window because in the first story it's already covered with snow at this time of the year in Michigan. <laughs> he's got, when he hears this, he's gonna take off all his clothes and roll around, uh, Nutella. The snow. I like Nutella. Nutella on snow? Oh. It's all snow in Michigan this time of year and from here on out. Really? I mean, we're in September. Yeah. And it's snow. Really? Snow. Why do people live there? So much snow. Why? I don't know. Probably because they can't get out. Uh, okay. Too much snow. What have you learned, Todd? <laughs> I've learned that my tent is on the ground, and that puts my family at risk, and that is not acceptable. I need a tent that sits up high above the ground with very little supporting it. I've learned Spanish totally works. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.